0: In the three, two, one. Hello, my fellow Americans. No, it's m- my fellow Americans. Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is already off to a bad start. What are we gonna
0: do? It's been like what, three months?
1: We had such a
0: great episode planned out. We did, and then we ended up, you know, just doing the whole episode, but not recording it.
1: As we have done in the past before.
0: Yeah, but and this time, like, it, like we didn't have... And now we're at 45 seconds of bullshit. That's okay. It wasn't like last time where we, like, record intentionally didn't... Re- I mean, no, accidentally didn't record it. This one was just like, we just didn't record it. Because we were just like... It was great talking points, though. Yeah, you guys will just never hear about that conversation ever again. I mean, they can. Can we... Should we really do that? Is that a thing?
1: We'll just talk about the same shit. Maybe we'll actually talk this time.
0: <coughs> was that a diss? Yeah. Should we... Are you roasting me? Listen, there's only there's one... No, there's, there's no, no oven only, for me. There's, no, there's only one person right now that deserves to be roasted. <laughs> Who? Tom Ford? Tom Ford, no. <laughs> Matt, Matt Harvey. Harvey. We said it together and kinda turned on. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: nah, that's a straight fact though. That's a straight fact.
0: Now just to make sure for our um, our huge like I know we have a few huge Met fans. Um, Tons of them, man. That listen to our podcast. I just let like, make sure you guys know, um, you know, this is for our huge Mets fans. Um, Matt Harvey is a pitcher on the Mets. <laughs> Um and recently he uh you know, he apparently just didn't appear to a game. He he was supposed to pitch that day and he just didn't come in. Well he I didn't guess.
1: appear the day before. He
0: did a pranav, you know?
1: He didn't appear the day before. Oh yeah, he didn't. Yeah. It's the day before. Yeah. Then, and then then they didn't want him to appear the next day.
0: Yeah, so they suspended him. Yeah. For three games. Which is which is kinda like nothing, but you know. Um he had a press conference today and he uh Talked about he explained why he missed the um, the day before and
1: uh, yeah. So what happened was this morning um, the Daily News reported that Matt Harvey was out uh, was out Friday night mm -hmm. two days before his start drinking until four a.m. They sent security to his apartment and he was nowhere to be found. Okay. So, that's past curfew. Yeah. curfew's already a rule. Um, the next day, he was golfing mm-hmm. at 4 a.m. This was the report from the Daily News. Now, the New York Post, the Daily News, they're cool. They're great. But they're not really, like, you know, like... They're, the like, they're kind of like the, the
0: newspaper, uh, the newspaper version of clickbait. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So... Like, Daily News.
1: So then, today, Harvey has a press conference. He goes, everything was true. I was out drinking until 4 a.m. I missed curfew. And I was golfing the next day on Saturday, the day before my start. And that's why I didn't go to the game. Um, And he followed it with, I'm extremely embarrassed. Uh Uh-huh. You
0: damn sure should be embarrassed. You got caught, of course.
1: You didn't show up to a game because you drank the day before, and then you decided to go play golf, and then when the team slapped you with a three-day suspension, you decided you wanted to file a grievance. (laughs) You wanted to file a grievance against what you knew you already did wrong.
0: It's like being caught
1: with your hand in the cookie jar and saying, I didn't do it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like getting caught cheating. And then just being like, "Oh shit, didn't mean it. Didn't mean to slide my dick in. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, I just kind of slipped it. up. Yeah, in, like, the lube. You know.
1: And and you know what's worse about this? Yeah, I guess technically speaking, they did suspend him for a game, quote Like I got like kind of.
0: Yeah. But he's not really getting a punishment. No. There's no real
1: no. punishment there. He's, yeah. Like what? What? What's, what's this feeds back into the t- the team is being run by the players. Mm-hmm. You have Syndergaard, he goes out, he pitches a game, and looks a little, you know, he got taken out because I think that one was, was a torn fingernail. Mm-hmm. Um, which he, he, that's the second start consecutively that he'd been taken out of. Yeah. Then you have the next start, he scratched. He has tired arm, okay? And the day before his next start, they tell him, go get an MRI. We want to make sure that you're okay. And he says, I'm in tune with my body. Mm-hmm. I don't need an MRI. What?
0: What happens the next day, David?
1: The next day, second inning, he goes out. In out, already recorded. So he's an inning and a third in. He throws a pitch, and his arm feels like crap. He's reaching for his armpit. He's like, what's wrong? Throws another one, and he can't even, can't even do anything after it. Can't even get the ball back. Renee calls out the trainers, pull him right off the field. Guess what? He got an MRI. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And torn lat.
1: (gasps) For those who don't know, your lat is your muscle on your back. It stretches. If you can like wrap around and feel like under your armpit, Mm -hmm. it's it starts a little bit higher, like towards the end of your shoulder blade, and goes to your spinal cord, Mm -hmm. and it kind of like triangles down to your lower back. Mm-hmm. That's your lat. It's a very large muscle. So, yeah, a complete tear would be very hard to do. So he has a partially torn lat. But before that, you had Cespedes. Uh, my favorite. Pl- Cespedes. I love him. God bless him. With his sore hamstring since he came to the Mets. I love him. I love Cespedes.
0: I love him. I think
1: he's terrific. I fell in love with him multiple but times. how do you feel about him playing golf there all the time?
0: Listen, as I said before, I love him. I love golf. Can't put
1: it together. You can't. And it's, <laughs> you know, you have guys who do have their clauses in their contracts. Like, guys who love surfing. And yeah. they'll only sign with teams that are either out west in Cali or down in uh, or in Florida. Florida. Um, and those are the teams that they tend to lean towards and they have in their contract that they can uh, surf or some have contracts that they can do other uh, things like golf. Millar had mm-hmm. that, um, and some of them forget to put dirt biking like good old Madison Bumgarner, but we won't mm-hmm. go there. Um, <laughs> so I'm sure somewhere in his contract, it has the fact that he can golf,
0: Yeah. and that's, that's,
1: that's fine, fine and dandy.
0: Yeah, it's not that physical. But it, it's, it's bad optics.
1: It's bad optics. At the end, it, you know what it reminds me of? What? Look, it reminds me of the fact that, yeah, sure, maybe our good old president, Donnie Trump, maybe he's mm-hmm. doing some good
0: things. Donnie T, Donnie T, please yeah. call him by the right name. All
1: right, maybe Donnie T is doing some good you know, business down there in mar mm-hmm. But the amount of money he's spending, it's not good optics. Mm-hmm. It's, not good, it's not a good view. For for someone like me, yeah. who is a, like just an everyday Joe, a normal citizen of the United States of America? United States of America. It's not a good look for me because what if we're doing that? What separates us from other countries where you have
0: presidents supposedly? Those in quotations.
1: Yeah, for those who actually think those are presidents and democratically elected, <laughs> um, you have these rulers in other countries that do the same thing. They cut spending on things that make your country affluent, like education, environmental protection, yeah. all the sciences, the arts. Just look at North Korea. Yeah, they cut on all those things, and they focus on their own spending, literally, like, their own spending. Mm-hmm. And, like, what's he doing? He's cutting funding to the NEA. He's cutting funding to the DOE, National Endowment of Arts, Department of Education, for those who don't know the acronyms. Um... And EPA, the Environmental mm. Protection Agency He's cutting funding to all these things That make us an affluent, modern country yeah. And he's racking up numbers like, That are closing in on the billions, practically Down in Mar-a-Lago, in expenses And that's not counting what, what, what his cabinet And his family members have been spending Going to, 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 to the Middle East and selling visas <laughs> Come on! It's bad optics. Even if he, like, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because I don't know what's going on in those mm-hmm. meetings, that something's actually going on
0: in those meetings. Yeah. But it's bad optics. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. You've said bad optics like 30 times in the past minute, and I love it. I think it's so funny. <laughs> but you looking good. Hashtag bad optics, Listen, man. Let's talk about your good optics right now. Your, your hair's looking good, your outfit. You looking fine. Why? Why are you looking so fine today? For you. That is a lie. <laughs> we both know it. My mother knows it. She didn't she isn't even here right now. She hears it. Why are you lying?
1: You know why? You why? know why? You know why I look good why? today?
0: Why? Because I
1: decided to get to work on time. Woo! <gasps> unlike one Matt Harvey. <laughs> and I decided to not go out drinking last night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I actually went to frickin' work.
0: Uh huh. For some damn good
1: optics.
0: God damn. All right. Where you working? Where is this? Sephora. Sephora. <laughs> now, what kind of makeup?
1: I don't do makeup. Oh. That's always the. Oh. That's always the assumption. I swear to God, every guy that I've told. For some reason, women seem to get it. I haven't had a woman tell me you're in makeup. Now, maybe that's just them trashing on the fact that, like, I probably don't know how to do makeup. But... They might I know the
0: store a little more.
1: That, I think that's more what yeah. it is. But, like, I haven't had a woman come up to me and say, hey, how's the makeup department doing? I don't freaking know. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could... I mean, girls do know the store. Like, I personally did not know. Sephora had um, it's cologne a great in the back. fragrance collection. It's all the way in the back too. It is they
1: and and you know I that, I think that's somewhat strategic. You yeah, know? I think if you if you find your way to it, um, it's a good experience. I, mm. I, I like personally. Uh, I'm happy with the store that I'm working in. Mm. I'm not going to disclose the location because the last thing I need mm. is like. Someone like creeping down there and like.
0: Oh, yeah, we have know. so many fans. I know, man, we do. Yeah, we're huge. But anyway, I'm not
1: going to disclose which location. Okay, I'm just not comfortable disclosing which location I'm working at. Um,. But it's it's really cool because we have the largest Tom Ford collection in the city, mm-hmm. um, of, of all of the Sephora's. Even the one in like Times Square is a is a limited selection, mm-hmm. and yeah. the one in Thirty Fourth is also a very limited selection. Yeah. So we have the largest like Tom Ford collection. It's really really cool, because um, I like to, like you know Tom Ford was my first scent.
0: Indeed, I remember you know? that we all we went to Macy's. Yeah. We are like, going through almost every perfume that was there. Yeah, and, and it's,
1: it's actually really funny because um, when we went to Macy's, they had, it, it, like, I really got a, like, a throwback as to, like, how much my nose has developed for, for scents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still not even where, like, some other people who I work with are. Um, but I remember one of the scents that we smelled, it was in a blue bottle, and it was called uh, Neroli Portofino. Um, or if you really want, like, the real pronunciation, Neroli Portofino. Yeah, there you go. For bene, are- va bene.
0: <laughs> <va> bene. <laughs> for,
1: for those who are like, that's not how you say it. There you go. That's how you <laughs> say it. So, um, and I, and I didn't like it when I first smelt it with you. I ended up yeah. going with the Black Orchid, which is more like toned down, it's not as complex. Very generic. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not like extremely generic. It's still more than what the normal I think consumer would be going yeah. for. Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: especially in the price range. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I've like that's the one I fell in love with. And now I it's funny, that's that's his big scent right now because it's a fresher scent is the Noroli Portofino.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um along with I think it was Mandarino.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I forgot the exact name. But, like, those are his two, like, bigger scents right now because it's summertime. Those are his fresher scents. um, And that's what people are really buying right now, that and the Solier Blanc. You know, like, those two, they're nice summer scents. Yeah. Um, So I remember when I smelled that originally, I hated it. And now seeing it today, I was like, wow, like, this is actually a really, like, vibrant scent. It has so much... Complexity to it that I don't get in, say, Blue de Chanel mm-hmm. or um, Aqua de Gio or Sauvage, even. Um, all these scents that I like personally, but don't give you that robust kind of feeling that Tom Ford might give you. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, you know what? This price point is obscene, but
0: it's a different profile. It's it fit the the price fits the product. It does.
1: It do, well he, here's one thing I found out. So um and th- this is a good selling point for anyone like who really like, is like a stats geek. Mm-hmm. Um, some people will just say oh it doesn't last long on me and that's just how they are. But um you have eau de toilette and eau de perfume. Mm-hmm. And the toilette is usually cheaper and people yeah. automatically assume that to be Oh, that's not that good. That's not as good. Then it's it's no, no bueno. Like mm-hmm. bye bye. So, the smallest, um, the perfume, uh, for the private collection,
0: yeah.
1: is a whopping fifty no hundred milliliters. It's small, um, and it costs two hundred twenty-five dollars. Of all the private collection, that's what it costs. Um, I know, I know, I know. It's extremely expensive. Um, <laughs> so, for those two cents for, uh, Nidoli Portofino.
0: Yeah.
1: And, just give me one second, because I have it here, so I'm just gonna make wow, sure. Wow, it's smooth, so <laughs> fancy. <laughs> it's a cool bottle. Yo, He he's so, like, they pay attention to detail so much. Um, the Mandarino di Amalfi, which is a coast, Amalfi is a coast in Italy. Yeah. Um... So he, he took those two cents and made them water based, which is what toilette is. Toilette and perfume, there's just a the difference between water based and, uh, and oil based. Mm-hmm. Now, in a normal other toilette, it's from 5 to 15% um, oil. O- oil. In Tom Ford, it's from 15 to 30% oil based. And his um other perfume, where in a normal one it would usually be from around fifteen to thirty. It's from thirty to forty percent oil based. So that's it that's like You're gonna
0: smell that shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like like per and, and an interesting thing that like you'll always find out is that like certain people smell smell you differently. Like for example, yeah. like I I can't this is mainly just because I've been working in Sephora that I couldn't smell myself mm-hmm. when I left. So I can't smell what I smelled like. But my girlfriend earlier was like, I can smell you from a mile away. <laughs> she can probably smell me from where she's sitting right now. So No validation. No, no validation. <laughs> she's not even listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have really liked the experience of working there. I've enjoyed it so far. Um, is this your first retail? This is my first retail job.
0: Okay. What's your first job?
1: My first job job was I was 15. Uh-huh. No, I was 14. God damn, you've been working for a while. I was 14 and uh I got a job at um a center near my grandma's place um called Henry Street Settlement. Mhm. Um and that was my my first job was just like doing clerical work, files, uh working on Excel spreadsheets. Um, It was a cool job. I had fun with it. Um, After that, uh, what was my next job? My next job was in college. Hmm. Yeah. My next job was in college um, with sports. And the story's going to be history from there one of these (laughs) days. Um, But honestly, like, who knows? Maybe perfumes is where, where, where my life will be one day. I don't know.
0: Perfume.
1: I don't know. Co- cosmetics might be it. I don't know. Let's
0: see. I hope I don't end up in that. My, <laughs> no, my nose can't take it. Oh, it's great, man. I, I don't <laughs> get tired of it. I would. Because my nose, like, as you know, the minute we step, in, step, no, step, <laughs> step into that Sephora yeah. section, my nose yeah. clogs up. You just start hearing me going like a bull, like yeah like every few seconds it's yeah. so bad, yeah my voice gets like three times higher and nasal.
1: My favorite <laughs> thing though is like selling selling product to someone who like you can tell like really wants it mm-hmm. like there was a girl who came in and she was like looking for something for her mom, and she had a perfume with her, and I smelt it, and I was like i can't pin my I can't pinpoint my nose on it, and it's almost like the two of you are both going through an experience of like trying to figure out what the perfect one is. And then when you find that one, like, you both know. Yeah. And it's just such a great experience.
0: It really is. Because, like, um, one time at J. Crew, these this family came in. You know, they, they were in the it's a kids' section. Our kids' section is not that big. Mm. Um, and, you know, they were looking at stuff. And they were just like, yeah, we were online. And we were looking for uh, the suit for kids. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't see any out. So we probably don't have it. But then I was just like, you know what? I'll check in the back for fun. Mm -hmm. You know, for funsies, might as well. Mm. Walk into the back and there they are. (coughs) I grab one and literally, it's, it, they made it seem as if I brought out the golden ticket. Yeah. It was very funny. Yeah. It was very weird, but very cool. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious though. (laughs) They were just like, thank you so much. You are the best. They even went up to my manager and like, were just like, he's such a great kid. Love him Great customer service And now Ever since I've always been Joking around With my uh, boss Whenever they complain Like What are you doing I'll always be like I'm sorry guys I'm providing Great customer service (laughs) And I'll just be Standing at the corner Of the store Zoning out
1: (laughs) I I like You know A lot of people Get flagged to retail I think you gotta Find the right store
0: Yeah you like, find, D- like, like, like Disney, you know. <laughs> I, I, I still
1: don't. I can't figure out why you left that job.
0: I can't. I can't believe that I had that job.
1: Well, okay. So that, So th- this this is the thing that like we've come to realize now, and I realized it when I was applying to Sephora. Mm-hmm. There are some retail jobs that are very hard to get. Indeed. Like Sephora was not easy to land. I went through three interviews, and everyone that I talked to was like honestly, everyone that I talked to that knew about the industry, not everyone that I talked to because some people yeah. down retail big time and think it's an easy job that you can get willy nilly, but anyone that I talked to in the industry was like that's a hard job to pin down, especially for the rate that I was trying to pin it down at
0: yeah so seriously you're you're getting bid well
1: so so yeah, so like, I consider myself very lucky that my first retail job is in a Decently volumed area, yeah. and not just like it's not just like decently volumed by random people, like Tom Times Square, you get a large, like, diversity of people. Tell me about it. <laughs> Where I am, it's very affluent people, it's yeah. people who are very high class. And they come in here, and first thing they do is go straight to Tom Ford, and they're not looking for the small one, they're looking for the decanter that costs like $700. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Anyway. <laughs> so, we couldn't we couldn't figure out how it is that you landed Disney as your first retail job.
0: Yeah, that's the funniest thing.
1: It's not just that he landed Disney, he landed it as his
0: first retail job. First no, no. First job job ever. Job. First job job ever. I've never I I had the luxury of not having to work, you know, not having to work. My whole like high school and middle school career, so that was surprising. I I honestly don't think I did not. Fi- I'll tell you one thing. I did not fit into that environment at all. The only time I did fit in was when they put me in Marvel or Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The minute we started getting more Marvel and Star Wars stuff, that's when I started like waking up and like you know I started fitting in much better. Yeah. But like other than that, like I'd be standing there like yeah princesses or or like i'd see a little girl welcome to the castle princess are you ready for the ball you know like just imagine me saying that it's so creepy but like you know i just i can't believe it out of every human being i i've never seen frozen i still haven't seen frozen and frozen like that frozen section was like the hottest section when you started yeah and like, I'd always be like, like people would come in and be like, oh my God, it's Anna, it's Elsa. And I'd be like, who? Who? And like, we, we even had a huge, that huge moose. That yeah, yeah, in. yeah. yeah. I, I still don't know his name. No, I don't know. Either. He, we was there too. And people would be asking, where is this? And I'd be like, the moose? <laughs> 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 Like they just oh, I just remember the name like I'd like I'd I just be like, you know, I'd have to point at the registers and they I'd just be like, oh yeah, you just have to go past the big moose and he, and like he, be he like, has
1: two points he has two fingers yeah, I have to you. do
0: the two finger point, yeah, I have to do that. I still do it now to this day just because like I worry about people being like, um, what is this? you know, like it's the, there are a lot of things that I learned about like from Disney. And I, see Sephora I has that,
1: that that kind of jargon too, like we call it worlds. Mm -hmm. And you're on the stage. Oh, yeah. Disney. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But we don't... I don't know. I haven't... No one's corrected me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, no one's, like, told me, no, it's the color world. Not just it's in color. It's the color world. No one's corrected me for that. No one's going to do that. If they actually do, that, then it's just like... Well, I mean, you made it sound like Disney really, really emphasized, like, you know...
0: Well, I mean, you know, whenever I did call security, I was always like, Star Command. Yeah, you see? (laughs) lost kid, called Nemo. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that, I wish that was That's like, just, horrible. Just not a joke. <laughs> was, I did it once. This kid came up, it was the saddest moment ever. This kid came up to me, and this little girl, and she was like, I can't find my parents. And she was like crying, and I was just like, what do oh, I do? Fuck. And I know for now, he really does not know what to do in that yeah, situation. Yeah, no, I when people start crying or something like if I don't really know them that well, I'm just going to be like, "Huh, yeah, sucks. Yeah." So this kid just came up to me and I was just like, "Fuck. I'm going to call my manager." And I was like, "Hey, dude, um we got a Nemo. Uh not sure where the parents are, you know. <laughs> And I was just like, "Just stay by me. I'll find them for you. Don't worry. You'll be fine." And we eventually found them. They were in the store, just in another section. But so Nemo was found. Nemo was found. Finding Nemo, too. Yeah. But you feel like you could have made a movie out of the story? Yeah. It was mostly about me because I, <laughs> I was so lost. <laughs> I was lost as the kid. Oh, <laughs> we've been lost for a while. Yeah. Three months. Yeah, it feels good to be back. We're actually back now. Yeah, we're going right. to try to keep this up. We have no excuse. No, it's summer now. Yeah. And my classes aren't over yet, but like I have enough free time still that you know it's not that big of a deal. We're good. I'm good. I can come into the city whenever.
1: Yeah, and trust me, the Mets and their, and their woes and, and Trump yeah, I'm not gonna continue to
0: provide us with more and more material. Hey, we're, we're, hey, yeah, Trump is going to help us pay less taxes, so we'll have more money to spend. And the Mets' tickets will be a lot less pricey, so we'll be, be able to sp- save a lot more money.
1: So here's my question for next time. Mm-hmm.
0: How is Trump going to help us save taxes when he's
1: spending so much at Mar-a-Lago? God bless America.